9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody in Montreal and on the internet. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself, one of Montreal's top-rated podcasts. Um, if you enjoy Go Plug Yourself or generally the content that we put out on 9to5.cc, please, please, please tell your friends about it. It's super cool and nice when we see people telling their friends about their shows that we work so hard to produce and if you're feeling extra generous maybe drop a couple of bucks in our patreon page on patreon.com slash nine to five cc and uh also be sure to follow walter on all of his social media and find out when he's going to be performing next walter's been performing at a bunch of shows you should check him out too and in the meantime enjoy the episode with this amazing guest Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, it's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. Fuck you. All right. So my weekend, my dog ate pot. Oh, really? Wow. Amazing. No, it's not amazing. Yes, it is. No, no, no. How, wait, how big a dog is it? It's like a 10-pound dog. Wow. And she's a puppy. Oh, no. Did she get very sick? She, okay, we, assume, we assume it was pot. So it's 11 o'clock at night or, or on Sunday, and the dog gets up from bed, kind Are of shivering. Are you recording this? Yeah. Kind of shivering. Oh, uh, her, head, her head starts to bobble, all super weird. Then she starts like stumbling a little bit. Then she falls down the stairs. Then she faints. Oh no! And we're Sounds like, like pot to me. Well, we were like, "What is this?" Our dog, and like, cause like, uh, we don't, uh, we didn't have pot around the house that she could access. So like, we didn't think of. And that. I wasn't there. And Walter <laughs> wasn't there. Uh, so we're, you're, we're just like, our first thing that we went to was like, oh, like our dog's having a little like baby seizure or something. Like it yeah. seems like a brain yeah. thing. Yeah, like like she kind of like shuddered. Yeah, just dog epilepsy or and something. Shivered and like the head bobbing was the scariest she's thing. Like a little dog looking at you with her like her head bobbing like uncontrollably. Maybe she's watching like, like an old Sailor Moon episode. Yeah, or exactly. That's <laughs> it. You're like, is this a seizure? Like, seizure. Yeah. Yeah. A seizure. Uh, we took her into the, the the dog hospital, and apparently those those dog hospital. Yeah, twenty four hour dog. Just dogs or dogs the one out like pets. LaSalle or whatever. Uh, or the one no, we were told not to go to that one. Whoa. Because not not because it's particularly because it's an exclusive. <laughs> it's a all kill shelter. Yeah. It's wow. an all kill. Very facility. weird. They're all like, kill vet. The animal comes in and like and the guy and the doctor just cocks a gun. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> not, not, that it, not that it was necessarily... How dare you assume gender of the vet? Excuse me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lady vest in the house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, anyway, so we're not, not that it was particularly bad or whatever, but apparently uh, it's just like it's very, very long to go. Okay. There. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So the dog, you just, you just you figured out for sure that the dog had pot? No, I'm getting to that. Okay. <laughs> you sk- it sounds like you felt like you skipped it. Well, no, because we get there, because we like, we don't know what's going on. We're like, right. is our dog having a seizure? We went to the one in uh, the South Shore attached row because it's just, it's also a very close drive. Like, yeah. you just go over the bridge and you're yeah. right there, and we're told mm-hmm. there's less weights, which there was. It was super fast. And right away, the, we described the symptoms, and the receptionist, like, very in a hushed tone, is like, is it possible the dog ain't there? <laughs> and we're, <laughs> and we're like, we're like, no. They're like, no, but like, if it's she okay. D- we if would, she, we if need she to did, know. like, we would just need to know. And yeah. we're like, Okay, cool. So they were like, nope. Yeah, because I would definitely like be that paranoid about marijuana that I wouldn't – at that point, I wouldn't tell them about it. I would be like, I want to keep that <laughs> yeah, on the Yeah, you're like, low. no, it's 11 Give o'clock and I'm at a like, dog hospital, but I'm going to be like, no, no. No, 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 <laughs> I swear. No, no, it's legal in a month. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like, and then the triage nurse was like – Two months. Did the dog have access to marijuana? And we're like <laughs> – and then the doctor also was like, 
It's not uncommon Did the though. Do- well, and it's that, not uncommon. That was kind of what the doctor, the doctor kind of finally yeah. explained to us that they were like, "Listen, this set of where symptoms." Where did everybody get the weed? Huh? Where did everybody get the weed? So there are two teenage girls who roll their joints on our doorsteps all the time. Okay. Oh. So we're thinking that, and and like we were like, "How much weed are we talking?" And they're like, "On a little ten pound dog, like literally just like a licking lick? up the dust oh would no. probably." Oh yeah. yeah. Well, here's oh. okay. I don't it's understand. Wow. But here, hold on, hold on, hold wow. on, hold That's on. That's true. That is this very is, small. Uh, I, have, I have weed logistic questions. Too, she gr- they like, grind it also on the steps. But if you okay, but even if you consumed ground weed like that, yeah, that in an, in and of itself should not get you high, really. Are you a ten pound? Little dog whose brain is simpler, who's you, a but you know, like person. But dogs can't I even guess. eat chocolate. Yeah. Right, that's true. Yeah, it's yeah. a different so Maybe once you start to metabolize it, maybe it breaks like down or some system. shit. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's so weird. Apparently, it takes a very small quantity. So you, you yeah. didn't have so any, like, herb. You, you're really going out of your way to say that you didn't have any herb lying around the house. We didn't. Like, we really didn't. Like, <laughs> I, I, w- I would have told them if it was a possibility. The other possibility, and this is also a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> the dog was over at uh, my wife's uncle's, okay. and um, we were like, they were like, is it possible that the dog ate any human medication? My wife's uncle's on like a ton of medication, wow. and like for his liver, for his heart, for his kidneys. That actually seems more likely. But yeah, but apparently it's not super. Considering what we got the list of medication from the uncle, considering that list. It, they, it, they were like, it they did, were they like doesn't look like these kind of it didn't fully Plus, try. the dog had a hard on for like the whole afternoon. Hey, so. The dog was a lady. <laughs> 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 so that's that Oh, sorry. Okay. Anyway, and then we, we, <laughs> but we call we call up the uncle and we're like, do you do you ever miss the things? And he's like, oh, I take all my pills at once, and sometimes your aunt finds them on the floor. Oh, so I was like, that's no. also terrifying. Is oh, this guy like, just hey. indiscriminately oh. shoving pills in? Yeah, his mouth? you just take and a handful of pills, and some misses face. It's like the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. The dog totally. Had a pill. I want to go on record here as I'm saying I don't like this whole this whole like, anti weed agenda here that, <laughs> that that his fucking puppy had like a seizure from licking some okay. fucking they weed crumbs. The us. dog <laughs> had the, the prescription pills are the downfall of, of civilization as mm, we know it. I guess as evil big pharma. Your dog is a victim to big pharma. <laughs> big pharma did this to your dog. Yeah. But I was just saying. But, but that's there's like a s- there's like a set of symptoms that a dog will mm. have. If they that's have we consumed weed and yeah. like, and she 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 checked all the boxes for the weed. fuck out really. So that's a yeah. thing. That's what happens to it dogs when they have so weed. Often. Yeah. It happens. They so have these often. seizures and shit. Yeah, I told the guy they at like work, get all weird and like the head bobble. Yeah. Head bobble is apparently the big one. Wow. Like, cause the dog, cause it messes with the equilibrium, and the dog. Just Why are we like, starting the podcast with this? Also, anyway. <laughs> has it started? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh shit! <laughs> I just, when I, that's why I said I looked at Keith. I'm like, are you fucking starting this, this with, with this? Yeah. <laughs> I had, I just thought we were just chatting, getting we're getting just, to know each other, catching up, up on our lives. This is a warm up. Normally oh, Keith waits for me to say something offensive. Then today right I talk about and then my he's dog like, he, then he starts to hit record, anyway. and then <laughs> I, I've said the offensive thing, and then I'm like, oh shit, are we recording? And he goes, yeah, for like five minutes. I'm like, fuck, and that's. <laughs> Ninety percent of our episode, today was, today and then your jingle starts playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, this yeah. is after the. Then, then Keith the puts jingle the jingle plays in. Us in. later. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Re- it's really all set up to out. make me look like an idiot. That's the whole. One hundred and sixty-four episodes, and Walter's finally figured it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this whole enterprise. Is just and an we're done. You just close your computer. You're you know, like, well. It? What's the, the, the movie there with the the guy and the, the kid that ages into an adult with the Benjamin Button? No, 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 no. The over the, the guy he made it over many years. Big? Boy, oh, boyhood, uh, boy, yeah, yeah, boyhood. Oh. Yeah, yeah, boyhood. Yeah, you're right. It's called boyhood. Boyhood. Yeah. This is like the Link, Keith, this is like Keith's. Yeah, Linkletter. This yeah. is Keith's Linkletter project on me. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> just doing this this podcast long enough to get like a solid like set like ten year representation of my life. And <laughs> it's like just a, and it's, it's just audio, but it's all audio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I actually go through every episode, delete. All the guests and my 
audio. Uh, audio. Just, just have the Walter audio. Just so I have like now 160 hours of just Walter <laughs> talking at nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of it drunk. <laughs> it's primo content. Walter, who are our guests? Today, do you guys want to introduce yourself? Introduce. Yes. Let's. You do it first, and then we'll correct you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, I want to know, as, as someone with a name that is difficult to pronounce in French, it doesn't, it doesn't look it, but Keith just gets massacred because oh of the yeah. TH. Where's this going? How does Deirdre? Deirdre. Deirdre. Or Deirdre. Deirdre. I've never, I've never once had a problem with this. What is, what no, is no, your, no, what no, is I'm your, not, what is your fucking issue? I feel that it would be francophones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is how does because it's. Like the how people generally like pronounce things in French is like it's all kind of more flowy. It's not like two syllables. Is the name itself? And the R D R. No, it's old. It's Celtic. It's like really? old Irish. But it almost sounds like it could be. It's weird. Well, yeah. So I get but a lot of Deirdres. Deirdre or Deirdre. The R D R. Because it's like Deirdre, where they want to like they want to roll through that R D R. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the part for me that sounds French. Yeah, I would have thought it would have been Deirdre. No, because it's not an accent. <laughs> I've, I've had a lot of debris before, and I'm like, debris? that's garbage. <laughs> How do they get debris out of that? I don't know. There's not even read. a B in there. I don't know. <laughs> or they can't even do Walter, though. They have trouble with like, Walter, too. Yeah. Walter. 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 <laughs> Sarah, you're safe, though. You're just yeah, Sarah. Just Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, just Sarah. Sarah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is still weird, though, because it's not now. You could you'd be like, can you say Sarah? No, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no. I, yeah, my parents. I don't think realized how much my name would get massacred. Like they were, they were Montrealers. They should have been like, no. Keith. Keith. I had, a, I have an aunt named Keitha. Whoa. Nice. I've she never was born right after before. a great uncle whose name was Keith died, and it's yeah. I just like, I, but I like Keitha. the low effort. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, we oh, it's a lady. Put an A on yeah, it. Yeah, we should remember him. <laughs> like it'd be like if, if, like if Jacob Jacob one day has a daughter. Jacob is my son. Yeah. Jacoba. No, Jacoba. but if, but if, Jacoba. Jacob, if Jacoba. Jacob has a daughter one day and, and wants to like just be like, I'm going to name her after my father, Waltera. <laughs> like, Waltera. Waltera. Waltera's oh, man, more like Pantera. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a Pantera. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I so kind of like Jacoba also. We booked this podcast. I've had two different uh, fake versions of a Ladyfest theme song in my head. Oh, oh. really? Ooh. Yeah, this is going to be awful. Yeah, no, no, no. One, <laughs> of, one of them was Ladyfest, 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 Ladyfest. Ladyfest, that's a good one. <laughs> Simple, classic. I like that one. I and the like other it. one was the, the Simpsons Guys and Dolls song. Ladyfest. 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 Yeah, exactly. It's hooray for Hollywood. I like how you only associated with the guys and parody with the Guys and Dolls musical from The Simpsons. Which is Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Yeah, Guys and Dolls were just a bunch of crazy guys and dolls. Which in my head still blows my mind that it is. That that's not what the song is. No, but it's a, it's a, not what the song is, B, not a song from Guys no. and Dolls. Like, if someone says Guys and Dolls, I literally will think of that song it's before I think of... the only thing. I've never <laughs> seen the actual musical. No, I've never... D- that's all I know of it. I know there's a guy in it named Nathan Detroit. And yes. That's oh, I know Nathan Detroit is in it. Have you seen Guys and Dolls? Yes, I have. Oh, where? Oh. On Broadway? No, when I was uh, a youth, I was into amateur musical theater. Were you Whoa. in the amateur musical theater? No, I helped. Uh, I helped produce it actually. Oh, you're also. like a stage manager. Uh, yeah. And one of the one of the productions that were be- that was being put on by youths. Yeah. Was as <laughs> adults. Really? Yeah. That seems almost borderline appropriate for it, like. It a, was often whatever we were able to get the wow. rights for. Oh yeah, because that's a thing. <laughs> this blows my mind. Is that yeah. high school like yeah, high they school need to get the rights plays? For anything. Yeah, they they have to pay for. I'm like, no, you don't. 
It's high school. It's, like, I'm, I'm, like, it's high school. Nobody's going to come out. Nobody's going to care. Yeah. They would, and they would actually get paid for this shit. And, and then like, any money that they make just goes into the drama program or whatever. It's like it's not like they're like no one's no one's sitting there making bank on high school productions. Yeah. Like but like in the day where like everything Frank is Frank Lloyd Wright, get the fuck out of here. You have <laughs> enough money. They're every, children. Every script must be on the internet now though, right? Oh like, yeah. Oh wait, I don't think it's a case of finding the script. I think yeah. it's the, the rights. It's not that they can't find. <laughs> Again, who's going to say anything? You never know. Anyway. I mean, nobody. So the the reality of the situation is nobody is going to ever find it. Like, we've been doing, oh, we've been doing Jesus Christ Superstar for years at TSC. Around the Fun, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ Super Band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's like and we did look into it at some point. We were like, if we really wanted to do this, how much would it be? And it was like $100,000 yeah, for wow. Jesus Christ yeah. That's Andrew Lloyd Webber yeah. Primo And they're still Primo putting it on musical. with fucking Johnny Rotten or some shit. I just came from Prince Edward Island. Yeah. And it was the big show that was happening in Charlottetown. Yeah. At, like at the at the big arts center. It was Jesus Christ Superstar. I was like, I kind of want to go. I, I, yeah. I kind of yeah. want to see how this is going to be. Like, I'm not a fan of musicals, but it's some great rock opera. So good. Um, I was in a, I I was in a production a of, of Greece when I was in high school. <laughs> there you go. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was in Greece in, in, in the senior year, I think. And uh, but I was like, I'm not. I don't want to sing and dance because I was like, cool, right? Like, <laughs> wait, wait. I don't want to sing and dance. We just saw the photo of you. Greece, yeah. Greece is Greece is literally about cool guys singing and dancing. Though. Right, but I didn't want to sing and dance. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's the whole like. So but it's I like, but like, th- th- they are they are cool because they sing and dance. I was Vince Fontaine, the radio DJ. <laughs> oh. And there's a whole pervert. It's fucked up because, like, I hadn't, I haven't actually seen the movie. I, I hadn't even oh, seen the movie when I, yeah, weird, right? Yeah. And and then I was like, and there's like these, you know, like directions and like dialogue and stuff where Vince Fontaine, the the the, the DJ, the radio DJ, who's like emceeing the dance at the school at the high school, is kind of like. Putting the moves on like a couple of the of, of the the girls at the dance. Yeah. And yeah. and when and then and I remember when I was doing it, like I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like it's like in the script, like, I have to like mac on you these chicks. So this is the best. <laughs> and then and then, and then like and, and like later on when I saw the thing, I'm like, oh no, he's like a fully grown man. He's, he's like disgusting. That, that's he's like a that's like student macking on like yeah. the girls Underage from this high school women. at the thing that he's yep. emceeing, and I'm like. The, Brazen. The, the, the but really that whole just, thing is like, so I remember seeing it at like seven and I was just like, this is problematic. Yeah, like, so this many is, ways. It's like, the, literally the moral of the story is like, change yourself. Yeah. Change yourself for <laughs> a man no, because he can't Skimpily. change himself for and you. And he has a car. Yeah, Literally, he, he tries for like one. He puts on a jacket and he's like, "I'm a nerd now," and he's like, "I can't do it." <laughs> and then, and then she's like, "Okay, I'll change everything about myself and like right. pierce my ha- ears and bump up my hair and whatever." Yeah. And he's like, "Va va voom, Thank you. But and then they fly off in a car. Yeah, I was seven yeah. and I was like, "This is <laughs> ridiculous." What is this now? This yeah, that's is what so I was fucking saying. I was stupid. Like, I feel that like you're potentially like downplaying how cool greasers were. <laughs> Like, I think that you're supposed to, the reading that I always got from it was that she just didn't know they existed. And then she's like, well, they have flying cars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop being a nerd and hang out with the flying car kids. Everyone is going to understand this had decision. Their cars, had it ever been established that their cars Off flew before that <laughs> last fucking scene? Deleted, I don't deleted think scene. so. Deleted like, scene. Hey, baby, my car flies. You watch the director's cut of yeah, Greece. Exactly. There's it's a, got whole, a lot more about there's flying a whole scene cars in the in garage it. where they're just like the, the flying car garage. Grease lightning is actually about being lightning, lightning in the in sky. The sky. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, strangely, the the other high school musical, and this is you're making me think is about it. High it, school the, musical. The, the, no, 
Oh, the, not a musical. The one that's named exactly <laughs> what you just said. But the said. only other high school production I did was uh, The Outsiders. Oh. Nice. Which oh. also featured Greasers. Oh. I know, I know. Yeah, it's sure, fine. Pony but which boy. also featured Greasers. <laughs> so like my whole sort of like high school dramatic repertoire was informed by like a 50s aesthetic. Was it you because know? you grew up in the East End and it made people feel, you know. Probably. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, to I mean, they were, they were cl- those are classic high school plays, <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah, I remember. Oh. Why, why, why do you hate the outsiders so much? Oh, it's so boring. I, I just remember the, the, like the every novel or the film, both. Any version, all of any adaptation. Everything wow. that I had to read in stay, high school, everything that we always had to. Thing I like the outsiders. Yeah. The outsiders go, is good. You got a dick. Like this is not like outsiders. We had to read. Do you guys remember? Um, there is no female representation hatchet? in that book at all. Like hatchet, hatchet? is amazing. Yeah. You know, like hatchet. Oh my god. Now we're gonna have an issue now. And, Hold on. Uh, no, stop. Stop. Wait, wait. And stop. what was the other one? Edit point. Hang on. It's Gary it's Paulson's fucking hatchet. You're gonna shit on hatchet now. Did, Why? Took 15 What's the problem with hatchet? antagonistic. Okay. Wait. Wait. Outsiders, Hatchet, Classic. and what was that other one Wonderful. about the little boy who couldn't had blue eyes but couldn't see in color, and then he touches the old man, touches and the they old have man. to, and then he like I the old man can see about. in colors, and he's powder. like, no, you can see color because you're gonna be the, <laughs> the next tree of powder. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't heard of powder in so long. Powder? Was it the film powder? It was just like every book that we had tree to read. Of life or something? No, 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 no. That's a fucking giving tree. It's a short children's book. It's like an old man on the cover. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Giver. The Giver. Oh, yeah. The Giver. You got it. The Giver. That's a more recent one. But it's all just like sad, boring little boys. Fuck The Giver. The, uh, the, all of those. No, but the, the, it is. The, okay, I'll give you this. Too much, too much of YA or like classic, like high school. I don't know how it's changed. I've been, it's been a while since I've been in high school. But too. In retrospect, they still too much of it is, is guy centric, or I? like, or like male protagonist centric. And then, like, when you get into like sec four, and like, and I loved it, but like, we, when I think when sec four, sec five, like, some we we did uh, Catcher in the Rye, which mm. I just thought was the oh, shit. Oh, I hate I, it I know, so much. I know, but like, I hate at the time, it so I, like, much. I loved it. I lo- and I'm like, this is amazing. But I could see they still read Catcher in the Rye in sec five, right? Yeah, Ca- Catcher in the Rye is literally yeah. like, like <laughs> a like. Like if you're a slightly edgy nerd, you're like you read it and like you're like you're like yeah. yeah. I slightly edgy, slightly too. edgy nerd, slightly <laughs> edgy nerd. <laughs> like, you're yeah. like a nerd who like is like I'm a little bit cooler than this. I just like that, not. That really is the I, I'm also just not too. into Salinger and in like in terms of like his style of writing, yeah. unpopular opinion. But it's whatever. but it's like the incel handbook a little bit. And yeah, and it's fucking yeah. gross. Holden, jerkface, Caulfield. Like yeah. oh, but the guy that what's his face who killed Lennon there. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Mark Chapman. Yeah, David Mark Chapman. His parole just came up again recently. Did you hear about this? No. Have you heard about this? No. Yeah, because he's still in jail. And, and he's not, he's was not like, even no, that old because he was like pretty young when he did that. <laughs> you he don't was, it was like the 80s, right? It was the 80s, and he was like in his like, early 20s when he yeah, killed yeah, Lennon. Yeah. So he's like still in jail, and like his parole comes up every once in a while. And uh, yeah, he's still in there. What They're was like, nope. the sister's name in Catch in the Rye? Oh, oh yeah. uh, oh, R.W. Blanche no. or like some blank, boring name? Is it, is, it's not oh, letters. Oh, D W. No, no, that's Arthur. That's Arthur. Arthur was also great. <laughs> Arthur, <laughs> seminal piece. All I, all I remember is in high school, my friends and I uh, did a like a, a we, we did a sketch. I don't even know why, but it was it was like various endings. Like we like rewrote the ending to Catcher in the Rye. Oh, Lie cool. And, and performed it in front of the <laughs> class like a bunch of times and one of our endings because he goes back and like talks to his parents or whatever yeah. uh-huh. and it's just like and like the that like we did like a bunch of them and one of them was just sort of like where's your sister and like <laughs> Holden's like shit and just runs away and that was just one of them because I was like She's not in that scene. Nobody, Did yeah. Did we abandon a 12-year-old girl in New York? I yeah, don't know. We, we've all read Catcher in the yeah. Rye here. Yeah. Most, fucked up of Catcher, most fucked up part of Catcher in the Rye when, is when he 
meets up with that one like cool teacher he had, mm-hmm. and then the fucking like cool teacher starts to like molest him oh, in his yeah. sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Like, what is yeah. happening? Well, I remember here? the first time I read that, I was like. What's no. this part about? Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, like, why is this so loud? Why is there, like, are we supposed to read this? I feel like I could turn this conversation around and get mildly on topic in one, oh. one oh. segue. Oh. Well. Shout out to my grade 11 English teacher, who is Keith Bellamy, who had us read as required reading Foxfire, which was all about badass ladies. Cool. I have not read that. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's well, like I a lady. You know, did you see the movie? No, it's got like a young Angelina Jolie. I want to say it's like really? about a, it's about like a the movie is like a very watered down version. It's a Foxfire or Firefox? No, it's Foxfire. Firefox is the browser. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is this the one with the with the women and the girl gang? What? It's about like a girl gang who no, that's not the one. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, of. who they do some messed up stuff. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at one point, and this is. The, I don't know why we read this in grade 11. Uh, it's like a very good book, and I didn't realize that necessarily like how cool it was that he was like, here's a super edgy book about a bunch of like women who are kind of finding themselves and becoming, like make a lot of mistakes, but they're yeah. like, there's no real male protagonists around or okay. anything. It's just like they're like angry like women who are just kind of like taking matters into their own hands and doing really, really messed up shit as okay. they go down. The scene that sticks out with me the most there was a there was a there was a an amputee girl who had no arms and no legs who was chained up in a barn. Wow! And like these hillbillies were just this like the book you read. Yes, just paying to have sex with her. And then the girl gang is like, "Well, we don't know how to fix this, so we're just gonna burn down the barn with everybody in it." Because including her, including her, because they're like, "We can't save her. We're a bunch of wow, high school girls." Wow, this is intense. You know, and I was like, "Oh, this is messed up," but I get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> that is also <laughs> what I would do in that scenario. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, I don't know how I would stop this either, because like they're teenagers. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, and like, do you want her to live with this trauma? <laughs> like, I feel like that's an odd choice, definitely, to present to young. But anyway, but teens. it was a, it was a hell of a counterpoint to the mostly yeah. male centric books that you're I can't. Yeah, to honest to God, sad boy outsiders. Talking, I try to been th- been th- I'm trying to think of one female or like one book with like 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 an, like an important or central female protagonist that i read in like in high school that was like curriculum reading and i honest to god yeah, I think it, there was I, this and that's yeah. what I'm i feel like I in like grade like school there was amelia bedelia okay yeah and that who was is such a great <laughs> example shining example right? of no? what it is to be no? women and female and so anyway she was the protagonist a, a of those books literal moron i'm trying to <laughs> no you know she she always figured things out. <laughs> did she? I don't know. It's been a while since I read those she books. She didn't. They just... I mean, I guess, is that the, what those the, books the are about? The family that kept her, or she worked kept for, her? What was, was just like, about? Wait, no. I clearly don't remember what these books were about. It, it's Those books are about she's a, a maid of some sort. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the family keeps just being like, okay, well, while we're gone, uh, do this and do that and dust dust the the <laughs> the drapes. And they just leave her with this random thing, and she takes everything very literally. So in dusting the drapes, instead of removing the dust, she covers them in dust, dust. and that oh, kind of stuff. Oh, and then no. they get back, and they're like, you're dumb, Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> but whatever. I guess we don't pay you, probably, for any of this. So I guess you're our slave. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, weird. Shining, the organi- truly shining example. Revisionist history. <laughs> I really think. And, I, and, and, didn't age well. I those books did not I, age I, well. I honest to God, forgot what those books were about. You know what? Berenstein Bears did not age well. Anti-Semitism. I have clearly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I picked uh, <laughs> all of the ones that we had as kids and that I remember loving. I, 
my nieces and nephews in Toronto have them now. And I was just standing there, and they were like, "Where is the story?" And I was like, "Oh my God, Beard Sea Bears, nostalgia trip." A lot of it's like, know, and your, it's like, know your place, little girl bears. Yeah, <laughs> weird. Exactly. <laughs> really? It's so weird. And yeah. it's like, papas are like this, and mamas are like this, and little girls shouldn't do what little boys do. Yeah. Really? Ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. It's <laughs> very odd. It was like, oh, I don't so want to. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing kids' books all over again now because yeah. you know, oh, yeah. we have the little little yeah. baby books and stuff. And there's, there's a like, lot of good books for kids now, though. Oh yeah, but then we have some of the classic. Classic and ones like great yeah. classic ones like uh, you know. Good Night Moon and shit like that. Yeah. Great stuff. <laughs> there's this one, and but there's like I've seen this new stuff I've never seen before. And there's one, and it's about they're all like animals and anthropomorphic animals right. or some shit, right? Yeah. And one Ghost is like one is like a he's like he's not a hedgehog. He's one of the things. He's one of those like little uh, cuddly armadillo? things that'll like roll up into like curl up into like. Uh, isn't that a hedgehog? Isn't that a hedgehog? It's not a hedgehog, but it's like but it, it's cuter than that. Something like that. And but the title <laughs> of the book. Is sometimes I like to curl up in a ball. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. that's fair. How is that bad? Is that a new one or an old one? But Wait. then, the, and then I'm like, I'm like, is this book gonna like deal with like mental health issues and shit? No, okay, this no, is no, like no, a no, newer no. one. This is like a new. Listen, oh, okay. I don't think. What is it about? Not about mental health issues, and it's <laughs> okay, just like, it, and it's it, about like it, he's like sometimes it, I do this and I do this and I do this and I do this, and the thing is, and then the reveal at the end because there's always a reveal in these kids books. Yeah. Yeah. is what I noticed is, is, is that like he's like he's a, he's a child, a he's a child animal or whatever he is, or whatever kind of animal he is, <laughs> and he like tucks himself into his like mother's pouch or something or whatever the fuck, and he, that's when he likes to curl up in, into a ball. Aww. So it's okay. cute, it's nice, but it's like, but I, I'm just looking at this title, I'm like, the fuck is this about? Like, uh, curl no, up okay. in a ball. Like when I curl up into a ball like it's like in the shower crying ha- bad things have happened and i'm like and i and i'm like i'm full of well, shame and cool regret then. like no but I, I, my my take when you said that and, and the book clearly didn't go that way is because like i've people who are just sort of like introverted are often like very not represented in books like yeah. being outgoing and super friendly and making new friends is like always the cool thing in books yeah being like Staying at home on a Friday because you like well, that's it. That's where better. I thought it was also going. You know? Yeah. That's, <laughs> like, not that, that's usually to not well represented not. in yeah. most fiction, you know? Yeah. So that's why I thought that was like, sometimes it's okay that you don't want to hang out with your friends if you're happy in that scenario, you know? Like, yeah. if you're not avoiding people because you're sad and you're just avoiding people because you maybe don't want to be surrounded by people, that's an okay thing. Curl up in a ball, yeah. a little chinchilla. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, talking read about Macbeth. representation. Oh. We read Macbeth in Secondary yeah. Five, we read <laughs> Macbeth. All kinds of strong female characters in that. Okay, the, the, the witches. The witches. The witches. The the murderous mother. What's and her face? The Lady Macbeth. Lady Macbeth. Yeah. I think those are the only two. Really, I'm thinking prominent characters, but they're <laughs> not. <laughs> okay. I I literally read because we read what was that guy's name? Jack something. I was like, I literally read in elementary school like more books about dogs than I did about girls. <laughs> <laughs> like there's like old, like there's like old Yeller and there's White Fang and there's yep. like, like Cujo or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's that's a little old. Beowulf. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, <laughs> no, but like literally, there were more like dog, yeah. dog and animal centric books. Oh I yeah. Guess, well, wait, hang on. Well, Charlotte's I guess Web, uh, oh. I will say. Oh, very female centric. Charlotte. Yeah. Like and saving the Not day. Not a wait, human. She's the spider, right? I'm just saying there's yeah. no character. There's almost no human characters in Charlotte's yes. Web. The girl. Animal Farm too. Oh yeah, there's also a girl. Just a girl for the girl. Sake. It's true. Charlotte. Sh- no, no. no. What's, oh, the farmer's the daughter. Exactly. The one who that's, saves that's, the pig. I, I made yeah. the same fuck up. Charlotte is the spider. Charlotte's yeah. the spider. She Char- makes the web. Hence Charlotte's web. All I'm saying is but that, that, that the girl that wants to save Wilbur. Is lady saving an idiot boy. 
That is like the spider no, and the uh, farmer's daughter. The, the, the pig is not special. Wilbur is in the representation. I guess the, boy, the, whole, the, story, the whole story. The whole story is that Wilbur is not special, but that Charlotte makes him special so he's not slaughtered. <laughs> that is the whole yeah. story. Wait, do you have a problem with this too? I mean, I don't have a problem with any of but this. Female, I just don't no, like no. it personally. Wait, but female centric is not. That's uh, this could be a good transition. Just because. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is what I was going for here. Just having a female because just something because something just features, features a woman. Yeah, yeah. A woman does not mean that it is edifying I to the woman. I don't you know. don't think Charlotte's Web is. I don't have. I don't have the name of the girl in that. I don't have a strong take on Charlotte's Web. Because my take on Charlotte's Web is literally that like it it's. She's the name of the book is her. She's she also literally confronts her father, who's wielding an axe to stop him from yeah, like slaughtering. Like the, oh, the little girl. He was yeah, talking, yeah, about, the talking about Charlotte. Is like it's named after Charlotte. No, Charlotte's, Charlotte's cool too. They're smarter. Two, uh, saves the day. Yeah. Unites the farm around messages. everybody. The daughter stands up to her father to not kill. Who the has pig an axe? Like it's. But I think even then we've gotten we've gotten to one book, and I th <laughs> no, and no, I, no, think, I was thinking yeah. a long time to get to Charlotte's Web. <laughs> but also like Charlotte's Web, like. The whole story. I mean, even if it's not that the female characters who are represented are like yeah. not in any way positive. Yeah. But literally, they do everything for this literal pig. Charlotte literally <laughs> sacrifices her entire life and then gives birth to 300 babies. Yeah. And she's like, take care but of he's, this pig. He's the representation of innocence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a pure and golden character. He's a pure little baby boy. Yeah. Yes, and that and they wash him with buttermilk. Yeah, that <laughs> I, I also remember that. And they were yeah. like, they made his in his ears were like <laughs> shiny or whatever. Like when the sun hit his ears, they shone. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm beautiful just, visual. Yeah, no, no, no. And don't get me wrong, I was I fully agree with you. Yeah. I read more books <laughs> about dogs. Than I was like, the other one that made me jump out that wasn't necessarily required reading was uh, Matilda. Yeah, Matilda's good. I think Matilda's, Matilda's pretty A plus. Matilda's good overall. But oh, not, also movie but holds Matilda the fuck actually. Up. But I reread Matilda recently. Matilda the movie and holds yeah. the fuck up. Matilda yes, really edifies the idea that you need to be like slight and petite to be pleasant, whereas Mrs. Trunchbull, because she's loud and assertive and big, is painted as a monster. Whereas Mrs. Honey and Matilda are very like quiet women, and that's a lot more appreciated. I will say I re I did reread it like I will six say months that ago. But, but Roald Dahl was also an anti-Semite. Is he? Oh, he no, disappointed. Okay. Yeah, I, I was going to say that, but I was going to say, but it's I was not like, okay, but it's uh, the you know. But like Roald Dahl has a has a history of just making loud and ugly uh, antagonists, yeah. like in, of all genders. They're like, like the the bad. It's playing on stereotypes. It, yeah, yeah it shows that Roald Dahl is like mean way. You yeah. know. He's a human being who is problematic of the his time. Yeah. You guys ever see The Witches, the film adaptation? Even Terrifying. Also a spy. Yeah. No. Does he, a let's pilot and a spy. Ho, ho, ho. Roll the Witches. Yeah. Too bad he's an anti-Semite. Because yeah. I usually, I always usually, like, those are the books, like, Roald Dahl books are usually the books that I was like, those were good. Yeah. yeah. No. I, like, as a, you no, know, shape, like, it li literally shaped my childhood. Yeah, yeah I was like, those oh, yeah. are pretty good. Like, I don't, like, I, I, I was like, Encyclopedia Brown was just like, that was like garbage. Filler. No, no, no uh, that's garbage. Boxcar garbage. Kids was garbage, garbage. town. Garbage. Yeah. Judy Bloom was all right. Like, I okay, so let's, but so Roald Dahl, like, I, how to, I was like, Roald Dahl was good. Like how do we feel mind, about like the babysitter's club and shit like now, that? Like, I still, I still enjoy it, but if, <laughs> but I, I can now read it and be like, oh, this wasn't a good model of what it means to be right. a woman. And kind of at, at the same time, not to excuse it, but the like the the wicked woman, like if you think of like the the wicked stepsisters and like the evil queen and all that stuff, it's like. It was such a trope for such a long time. Yeah, and that, yeah even, the even trope now of like it continues to Madonna be Madonna or whore or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's that's 
Yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, like, I grew up on all of this stuff. On, like, I grew what? up on Baby's Little Club. I had Valley all High? of the. No, Sweet I was never into that. That was a little too sexual yeah, for my bit, Roman yeah. Catholic father. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like babysitting. There but you yeah. go. Yeah, Read that. Go, I don't fine. care. And did I did think those, those ever get raunchy, the, the Babysitter's Club? or No, they were like 11. <laughs> there was never any like like a, a, an Not epilogue? Not I remember. Maybe where like the dad would drive home like the babysitter and like... Do you know the like boxcar no, kids was no, weird no, no, as no. I'm thinking about Why it? Why the fuck did they live in a boxcar? No, they used to live in a boxcar. They were a family who lost their parents. Did they, they solve mysteries? Yes. They used to live in a boxcar. Then they were adopted, and the adopted family's like, "We'll just put the boxcar in the backyard, and you guys can hang out." So <laughs> Stay in the boxcar. What? Well, this is, is this like Depression era? Like when was no, it written? Like it didn't seem to be like. A <laughs> I thought they were always in the boxcar. No, they were the boxcar kids because they lost their family and they lived on the rails wow. for a while. But then they like. Found a family found took a family. them in Something. and their boxcar <laughs> with <laughs> them. <laughs> their crime-solving base in the backyard. I never I read like four-pack of novels one, of the, one time as a yeah. kid, and I didn't know that, that it, like, there was like a bunch of them before it. So I just got like four novels about the boxcar kids. I was like, the yeah. fuck <laughs> is this? <laughs> have, you, have you guys... Uh, box, I don't know if you, you said that you... Like, Sarah, you mentioned that you read, you read children's novels. Have you ever... Have you ever experienced... I've Currently. I've only experienced it the one time. I do. <laughs> that, where they've gone back in and modernized some of them. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very what? strange. Which one? The, the specifically, uh, I was a huge fan of the Gordon Corman books, which are also... Oh, help. My mom is a or the, the substitute is an alien? No, 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 no. That no, was you're thinking Gordon. Goosebumps. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. He is t- it is a series. They're like, uh, my teacher is an alien. My teacher is an alien. Yeah, yeah. That's my substitute teacher is an alien. I was also into that, Those are great. Too. I read all those, and I love Very male-centric. And it's a big reason I'm a fan of, like, genre <laughs> stuff. But was those Corman? No, those weren't Corman. Corman was McDonald High, like Bruno and Boots. Mm-hmm. Like, this can't be happening to McDonald, McDonald High, the Whistle War. Uh, go the jump Whistle the War? Yeah, the Whistle War. There was a guy, a teacher named <laughs> Mr. Whistle, came to the <laughs> school. Uh, they're great, and I will say they're obviously pretty male-centric, but I will give them, a, like, an asterisk to be that, like, the women are presented as equally capable. Like, they're, it's a boys' school, and they're the main characters. And well, there's a I women's school. There's a girl. It's an all boys school, and a girls' school is across the highway. Okay. And the girls that do show up are never uh, like. Ow, me. Yeah, like, oh, like my they're, body. they're often oh. like they're like they're like, it's like there's like kind of there's the Bruno and Boots, and there's like a flirtatious relationship with the two girls on the other side. But it's never like they need to be rescued or whatever. It's like we have a heist or something. Let's go get some help, and yeah. then they show up in an equally capable. I think okay. I read some of these. I so I, I've never. I don't know these. Yeah, at all. I'm just saying. So, but like now that I think about it, I was like, oh, that book didn't put like, down women. Didn't put down women. Which <laughs> I mean, I guess books coming out of the 80s and 90s. <laughs> like, like I said, like, but I, I think no matter what, uh, it's very like we all grew up then with problematic literature, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, it yeah. we didn't and notice really. But yeah, necessarily but those messages as problematic at that time. Because no, if, if there was a good plot, but those messages still seep into your psyche. Like if I. I, if I had read Matilda as a little girl, I would have still felt that, like, oh, I'm not very petite or small. Yeah. And I shouldn't be loud. And that kind of also links to why it's very difficult for women to get involved in comedy. Mm. Because women are often given messages that they should not get on a stage yeah. or ask for attention. Um, they should be, like, quiet or cleaning the drapes or, <laughs> or throwing <laughs> dust on the drapes. But when yeah. you read all those books or see all those movies as a kid, it's still kind of leads into your conscious and how yeah. you view yourself. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, like, I, I can basically guarantee you without, like, anyone, any woman who was, like, tall is, was probably like, shit, 
You know, because yeah. I'm like, like a woman who's taller than a man basically doesn't exist on television. Yeah. That means no man <laughs> is ever going to like you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like exactly. Because you can't be taller than yeah, a man. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, and that, that's not that's even, disgusting. do you know what I mean? It's like, you, like, I literally, I'm trying to think of like any situation. I think that maybe like Lisa Kudrow is, the, is as tall as Matthew Perry. Like, that's the only thing I can think of on TV. Where there was like at least an but equal, even an she's equal not height. painted as a or romantic. Or even if they a are, it's like yeah. the dude that stands on a box. Like Married I know that this has been an issue with, with like. Children. Yeah, but but it was done to demonstrate how she dominated him. Right, married with children. Yes, married with children. That, that dynamic today, is very specific. Like yeah. there are a lot of like short actor men who like stand like Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. No, no prominent male actor is taller than five foot two. Did you know that? That's an actual fact. Did no you know common. That? No prominent male actor working is taller than five foot two. What about Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, McConaughey. No, I, I made that up. It's a, it's a big fact. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I Wait a minute. Probably name like a ton. Yeah. 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 Five foot two. That's pretty small. But what's your face? The there, Nicole Kidman has that the, the best quote ever there from like her time. Uh, she adopted an entirely different stance. Different stance. Like and she then, had to like cock the knee and then for like any there was, photo. There was like, look it up. There's like a quote about her when she was, after she divorced. She wore flats Bruce, and had to like have her like Oh, she said she was looking wow. forward to being able to wear high heel shoes again. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, because, like, yeah, but that was but all kinds of fucked up, the, the Tom Cruise yeah, thing. That, that, no. The Tom Cruise thing, I think, is like the flabbergasted me the most as to like why he still has a career. As like as a viable like as a, vi- as yeah. a viable lead. Well, yeah, this is Scientology. <laughs> it's Scientology. But then, but like with all the atrocities that like people talk about, like Scientology committing, and with like and with everything else that's happened with like the Me Too stuff and the people that you've seen go go down and stuff. It's like, how does fucking like Tom Cruise hold on to his because spot? Scientology. Well, because I know, but, but, while, <laughs> but while we know you say Scientology, but then we know that Scientology itself. Is but that does all this like crazy but shit? It's but most people the don't care. No, because yeah. it still About comes what? down to privilege. Because if you look at anybody who's gone down, they're often people of color or elderly or not conventionally attractive. But somebody like if you look at Aziz Ansari, James Franco. But Dave Franco Has gone hasn't down? gone down the way that people James. will. Uh, disaster and James, artist and James like Franco for sure they, they, they has not gone after down. Disaster artist came out. Yeah, disaster, I thought it was no, no, no. Disaster well. artist came out, and then there was that. No, I think it happened prior. There was a, no, there was an overlap. But well, James, there, there was some other stuff. But though. James You're Franco right, is definitely stuff. not shamed the way that people when people talk about Aziz Ansari or Louis C.K. as somebody who's not conventionally attractive right. is demonized in a different way than James Franco is. Yeah. So if you are a conventionally attractive white male actor, you can like you can see it with Tom Cruise. You can commit all kinds of weird crimes against yeah. societal where norms. Does, where, does, where does Spacey fit into all that? Spacey, uh, it, I mean, there, but he His is still older. Was already but he's still older. But anybody? No, he wasn't. What are you talking about? But for example, about? Jared older. Leto also had many allegations against oh, really? him. Yeah, and there's nobody. Jared Leto. And like, there yeah, was almost nothing. Exactly. Casey Affleck has just kind of disappeared for oh, a yeah. bit. Nobody's yeah. really like. There was not a lot yeah. of stuff that, that came about him. That, that is that is my my the thing that gets me so riled up. That that is apparently the the defense mechanism now, just being like, just be quiet for a couple yeah, months. Yeah, but and it, then come back. People will forget. Yeah. We, have a, we have a very yeah. busy. But news only oh, yeah. if you look a certain <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. Because there's also no way, for example, that Bill Cosby was the only person doing what he was doing. No. But Bill Cosby is black, and so he's an easier easier societal target. Yeah. 
He also just did it for so long. Yeah. For sure. But I can't imagine that if we really dug around into other people during if that If we era, dug around into probably anybody yeah, that age. That there would be more allegations There's, like there's that. skeletons yeah. in those closets yeah. for yeah. sure. Well, I was like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying yeah, yeah, yeah. it was only Bill Cosby. Just no, think no. About, like, he still for sure was, deserves I it. Having, I just I mean it doesn't make sense that he's the only one. Well, he's not the only one. Yeah. But like, oh, look at R. Kelly. Who's still fucking doing stuff? That's yeah. true. He okay. literally has rape houses where he has kidnapped we've, we've women. Known and about the, and we've, and we've, and we've known, known about R. Kelly since the 90s. Since yeah. the 90s Forever. we've known. Forever. Yeah. Where That's he true. literally openly just picks up 14-year-olds and then pays off their families in court. Like It's I th- insane. Like, Trevor Noah, I would say once every couple weeks, is just like, and a reminder, nobody has tried to arrest R. Kelly. Like, just like as a throwaway joke. Just yeah. like he'll just like he throws it in all the time, and you're like, and every time I'm like, that's true. No one has tried. To Chris Brown like, did like what he. But again, there's what no way happened? these men are the only ones. But the names that we always know are of black artists, like yeah. the the people or Tiger Woods well, or the, the different one, case, one of the but ones that uh, the people that we always like initially demonize. But there's so many yeah. more people under the surface. But I also think that it's like there's there's. The, some of the underlying issues is like, or obviously being a person of color is part of it, but just sort of like how I think there's like agents and like managers and all that stuff work it in. Like, yeah. whereas I feel that like at this point, it's like it's part of R. Kelly's brand almost. So what? he has, he absolutely is what he like listen to his raps and stuff and his like doing what he wants with his the ladies. His raps and stuff. His <laughs> R&B, I don't know, his style. It's very weird. I'm it's not It's definitely fan. like there's a, but there's like a he, different like support he, system that's working around like a lot he, of people and it's only when that starts crumbling like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. yeah. When it's like, we, okay, we can actually get to this yeah. person like now, the, you know? The, the Chris Hardwick one. But again, the, hard, the, the Weinstein thing is like everybody knew, and people when people talk about everybody knew about Weinstein, it's not just, it was not just industry insiders. It's like, because like, was anybody surprised when the Weinstein story Hell hit? Hell no. You had read stuff about Weinstein before, right? Yeah. Uh, there was like a the, there was a novel that I read like well, that was years even ago. The, that the, was the, the, the thing that kicked off Bill Cosby was like the Hannibal Burris being like, you can Google this. Yeah. yeah. This is a real like, thing. <laughs> wait, <laughs> he's like, ba- wait, wait. Gilbert Rosan. I have argued with someone. I like, does anybody know the actual story? Like w- he. What specifically? Well, I mean, not the, sorry, not the actual story, but like what literally just happened. He was accused of assault so many times and it was like whatever 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 it's him we don't a, care a previous rape uh, he, but it was like he assaulted a woman and it was so clear that this was a real thing that she like went to the police they were like yeah okay it went to court well like, like which every step of this is like not usually you don't usually get to the next step yeah. went to court he pled guilty Jesus. the judge was like you are clearly guilty but your job is too important to Quebec. What? So you're going to pay a $1000 fine and it's not going to be on your it's not going to be on your court. A $1000 and it's not going to be like on I your it's not going to be on your record. It's not going to be on your record. It's not going to be This was like 15 years ago. Oh. And this was like in the press. Everybody knew about this. It was like hushed up as much as they could, but it was like common knowledge. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, 15 years ago. But like, like, but then, but like I said, Max, you, you just sit there and you don't say anything for a few months. But wait, wait, and, and people just and, they, and that was the end yeah. of it. And then he appealed, and he didn't even have to pay the fucking fine. Oh my god! And nobody. And then when this happened, everyone was like, "What, what can you believe?" Deal? And I was like, "Of course I can believe this." <laughs> and I said this. I said this to my lovely boyfriend, who I love very much, and he was like, "There's no way that that was real." There's no way that how like you must have misunderstood something. There's no way that a judge would say that. 
to you somebody who has pled wrong. guilty. No, I can, yeah, see, yeah. I can see a judge saying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, look it up and call me back. Yeah. And he called me back and he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> I cannot believe that that is the actual real situation yeah. in a court of law, that that is what Damn. is being upheld when women are being assaulted. And I was like, this is something that was so clear cut that it got to court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Yes. So, you guys <laughs> are making a festival. Yeah, <laughs> to, to redeem in, some of these in a things. Certain, in a certain, in Shine a, a spotlight mean, on a different part I was going to say, like, uh, it, I don't think it's like any kind of an exaggeration is to uh, be like a counterpoint to that. To just like, to the reality that I think so much of show business, we talked about books, we talked about movies, we talked about entertainment industry, mm, yeah. people who control the entertainment industry. Yeah. So much of, I think, everybody's perception of women is just informed by media and what they consume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I mean, so much of our perception of everything, yeah. specifically in your guys' case, women, yeah. uh, that you were like, hey, women are hilarious. We're doing a festival. Yeah, we just want to <laughs> celebrate that and be like, we're, we're women, showcasing women and people of color mm-hmm. and any kind of like non-binary, trans, queer folk. Right. Like, just, we just want to present a platform and a spotlight and a situation void of all of that yeah and, and it's not about like anti p or like pc and that everybody has to be you know like zipped up and we're not yeah. talking about whatever it's just that all of these people are amazingly talented mm-hmm. and super fucking funny and we want to showcase that as its own standalone thing cool. and it really uh, empowers a lot of people because whether you're a woman or a person of color or queer sometimes you don't feel even physically safe mm-hmm. at a conventional comedy um, stage and so uh, I know the f- some of the first few times I was trying out new things was at Lady Fest. Okay. The first time I tried storytelling on stage and when I did it at Lady Fest, I felt like I had the opportunity to be like, oh, I enjoy this and I, I yeah. want to pursue <laughs> it. And then I was able to continue to do so in other spaces. But Lady Fest really personally empowered me to just try something for the first time because I knew. I finally had a safe uh, a space where I was physically safe. Yeah, even. and yeah. I was gonna say you also yeah you, the, the audience is there at Lady Fest. Yeah, and we're you know, not, not just, just being be like, judged oh. as like a token. Oh well, I'm here to see men, or my sense of humor is more male centric yeah. or whatever. And this is a token because this is a thing, and you can't just have a lineup just of all white dudes anymore right. or whatever. That it's that you can actually get kind of like a better gauge of how well you're doing or mm-hmm. a better reception in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, I this will most likely be more something more similar yeah. to my like audience or the people in the crowd. Who said it? I was listening to some comedian on a podcast, whatever, which was talking about being working as a woman comic. Uh, was talking about how every set she's ever done, she's had to like, pr- like earn the trust of the audience because they're, like, yeah. they're like every like she's like, and it's just something you see in the room yeah. of someone just sort of like, oh, a lady arm yeah. folded, and yeah. they're like, and then you can win them over and whatever and do that. But I feel that obviously that wouldn't happen yeah. at a lady this, fest. This, this you know? starting like, <laughs> point is different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The starting it. point is different, and it's not that like like male comics or white male comics or cis or like it's not that there's not hard work on everybody's part mm. in this industry. At all. Right. The starting point is definitely different mm-hmm. yeah. for anybody who is not a cis white male. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is um, 
just so refreshing to be able to perform to people who understand your experience. Because mm -hmm. I know I spend, I, I spend so much of my life, whether at work or I work as an inclusion coordinator or in so many different ways explaining myself to other people, my skin color or my gender. Right. And so when I get to perform at an event like Ladyfest, it feels like the one time of the year where I can just say something and the audience connects with me straight away. Um, and yeah, that's something I don't feel like I can, I get to experience in other comedy spaces. Right. Or um, like as regularly yeah. as you would yeah. like. And yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think if you are a, ma a, a man and you're going into regular comedy spaces, often the audience does look like you. And when you say something, they are able to respond to you quickly mm -hmm. because they can link to that experience. You don't need to like, a you don't need to establish yourself on the stage yeah. you're just sort of like everyone's like oh i understand the person that's yeah exactly like, yeah. yeah the assumption with a lot of yeah women or or uh people of color or trans folk or queer folk the assumption is not automatically that if you're on stage you're probably funny Right. Yeah. The assumption is that we'll see if you're funny. And then, yeah. and then you know? she's funny for a woman or she like, yeah. but not she's funny in general sometimes even. Yeah. Which is like. And I mean, everybody has their own taste. That's yeah. fine. Everybody has their own like interest and yeah. sphere of like what they want to talk for about sure. or how they want to talk about something. And that's totally fine. But there's also the added pressure that if you bomb on a, on a lineup that people might walk away from the show being like, I knew women weren't funny. So Everyone you feel was funny, except for the ladies. So you feel like you have to, yeah, you feel like you have to represent like, no, your entire gender. <laughs> yeah, like, so there isn't room even to try or fail as much because you feel like you're representing your whole gender or your whole ethnicity yeah. or, yeah. Well, like, like I said, back, back to that yeah. point, it bugs me that I can't remember that quote. It's like, you're like, if you're every set of your life, you have to like win over the audience. Yeah. Before yeah. you can <laughs> Before you just get start to like, doing your, yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. So you're like, oh, there's, so there's, I, I need to devote those couple of minutes to my home run stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. get to like play around as much as I maybe would. Yeah. See, I don't know. I think maybe yeah. it's just from like, Overexposure to comedy, but I always assume everybody's gonna suck when I see them. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm on that's the other fair. side of the coin. That's very yeah, fair. Like, literally, I mean, whoever gets on the stage, you're like, like but I don't crowds. It's not a, no. You're right. Yeah. you're right. Mm -hmm. And but like, I don't know. I I see I see a lot of uh, for, for me, every, you know, <laughs> people have to like talk do what what you're talking about like demonstrate like why why when when like you know when everybody when everybody on stage has to win people yeah. over to but a certain I, extent yeah, and everybody on stage you know. has to work to yeah. get to that place where they're connecting with the crowd of yeah. course absolutely that's like not but i think it is a little bit i mean i not i think i know for a fact if you look at just the typical demographics of an audience in montreal there's gonna be mostly white and a lot of dudes like mm -hmm. that's that's just like the reality, I think, of putting on a show in Montreal. I went to Prince Edward Island recently, and it was whiter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Did it's not the up absolute upgraded, worst upgraded situation in the world. Mostly <laughs> to all. <laughs> Prince Edward Island. But I mean, even like, I mean, we we had talked about. I don't know if you had started taping at that point, but we mentioned the White Dudes Matter show. Yeah. And no, yeah, I don't want to talk about before, the show. Yeah. I don't want to talk about like yeah. that. That's not whatever. But like. The, the decision that that comedy club made to not only program this show, but then to defend it is very on brand for them. How did they but defend it? They were like, 
you can't tell us not to put on a show and we can program whatever the fuck we want and how dare you try to quelch our freedom of expression as right. like a venue and as a programmer and, this and as the, whatever. This, this, this defense was directed towards who? Two people Just who like criticized the show. Right. To cri- yeah, to the general criticism sure, okay. of like, yeah. why is this being allowed but to not occur. To an individual and it wasn't even just a like we're a business and they rented the space and we're not involved in whatever. Yeah. It was like how really dare you it, yeah. to, like t- try to take away our rights. And they can do that. They are allowed to do that. They are fully allowed to do that. But in doing so, they have drawn a clear line in the sand and made it very clear of like if you are not a white cis dude, we're not going to take care of you as an audience mm-hmm. or as a performer. You are not our priority. You are not, you are welcome, but you're, it's not, and not like a safe space to like harp on about like everything needs to be whatever, but like it is not, they've made it clear that they are not going to go out of their way to make any situation comfortable for that audience moving forward. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 That's my response to that. And I think in all of these conversations, uh, Nobody's intent is ever just to like heap blame or shame yeah. on, but it's uh, to discuss like what can we do moving forward right. now, and, and how can we be evolving and changing. Yeah, I think that's one of the one of the situations. Like I, I came up with this analogy at one point where someone was like, <coughs> they were talking about hiring process. Where mm-hmm. They were like, I could not possibly be sexist or racist. I just hire the person who's best suited for the job. Like that's like the thing, and you're like, very common thing here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, I was like, and. Like, it's weird because I, like, I, I do kind of sympathize with, say, like, a person in that position. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but you need to think about, like, what happened in society that only white dudes are qualified. I'm like, there's, like, being that person in the hiring position is not super enviable because you are looking at, hopefully, knock on wood, you are just looking at the actual credentials of the person. But if you're, like, if 90% of applicants are only white dudes, you're like, what happened to make that happen? And I have many yeah. friends who've had who uh, have felt like they've had to change their name just because yeah, like they talk when about they like whiteifying your CV, yeah, because when stuff. they would send in their application, they were immediately rejected just on the basis of their name. Like one of uh, one of the other ones I talked about is like in hobbies, just like yeah. putting like tennis and like sailing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're sort of like polishing what? my wooden clogs for my Dutch dancing <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> it. Like, which is which I've also like yeah. I've, I've heard a ton about. Yeah. But and you're just sort of like you're like what happened there? Like there was a one of the ones that sticks out about me about uh, race. Marvel Comics. I want to say a couple of years ago did a. Um, a tribute where they had a bunch of their comic book covers were tributes to famous hip-hop albums. Mm-hmm. So, like, for instance, like, uh, the one that just popped out of my head was the Squirrel Girl cover was a copy of the Tyler, the Creator cover where he's, like, looking up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I was, like, super cool. And then someone was just sort of, like, so fun fact, they did, like, 30 of these covers. Only, like, one of them was done by a black artist. Yeah. And I was, like, oh, no. Like, as I, like, I was, like, hard in the right place, Marvel, but you really did not, you didn't yeah. do it right. And they were, like, and then there was this super awkward... The intention con- was there, but you missed the mark. There was like yeah. a super awkward conversation of one of the editors was like, we looked and the art wasn't up to the snuff. And I was like, right. So, and then one of the, there was a black artist who kind of used it as a, as, as a talking point was like, I get why the editor did it. But he's like, why is it that black kids don't think they can grow up to be comic book artists? Yeah. Is but, the actual kind um, of question. An, but you know? another yeah. good point with that is... Um, 
I've I've really found both in my experience with Lady Fest as a performer and mm. now as a producer, I find Lady Fest is actually quite courageous in giving people chances. Yeah. Um, I find that a lot of festivals or even just a lot of bookers of venues won't book somebody unless they feel like they've. Uh, fulfilled some kind of expectation whereas right. with Lady Fest last year I'd only produced my show Color Outside the Lines once and Lady Fest gave me a Friday night right. night spot last year and we sold 100 tickets so it was but if Lady Fest hadn't given me that chance and kind of taken a risk yeah. with me then I wouldn't have seen that journey Absolutely. happen and, and it was a great success in the end and I find Lady Fest is a really a great festival for being like you know what we're going to invest in this person yeah, exactly. and it's going to pay off and that's and, that, and I think that, that that's to the point is I don't think that unfortunately I don't think everybody's in the position to make that call yeah. like or you know what I'm saying more people should but or we they, they should take the chances yeah. but it's like that, 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 that was like what the artist also yeah. was talking about was like he's like there needs to be, he's like, it's difficult to say it's going to happen at Marvel Comics because mm-hmm. they're, the, they're owned by Disney, they're owned by whatever. Yeah. But he's like, there should be places where, like, say, like, an, like in the, this is the case with cases about race, like an all-black publishing company where they're going to take chances on black artists to make comics, you know, or whatever. Like, yeah, but the, I mean, the, across that has to the happen. board, like, this, this idea of, like, creating a specific space. Yeah for people of color, for yeah. women, for queer folk, for anything. It, like, I, I, I understand how there is this, like, notion of, like, but we want to hire the best, and these people aren't necessarily the yeah. best. But that's also going in the assumption that, well, they're probably not the best. Yeah. And if they've never had an actual opportunity to prove themselves yeah. or to get that experience, because that has always mm-hmm. been the assumption at every step along their path. Yeah, exactly. That's just never going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. this like, and I, I hear this so much of, of, of people saying, well, they, they wanted to book me, but they had to give my spot to a woman yeah. or to a person of color. And it's like, that was probably presented to you really wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, because first of all, it's not your spot if you don't have it. Yeah. And second of all, as much as I understand that it's a disappointment to any individual person to not get something that they were hoping for, going for, or working for, it's not a negative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a negative across the board. Yeah. Well, and sure. also to add on to what Deirdre is saying is uh, the best is really defined in an arbitrary way. Yeah. Of course, for example, a black woman wouldn't perform stand-up the way that Seinfeld does, but that doesn't mean her... Uh, approach to stand up c- isn't is also valid, the best yeah, yeah. or is less valid. So sometimes, even the marker that we hold up against what is the best is really one specific kind of comedy. Yeah. And if people try to perform comedy in different ways or from their personal experience, then it's not deemed as being as valuable as what we've been seeing for years and years and years. For sure. And I mean, like we, like we, we, we just mentioned kind of at the top two, just sort of like the, like how dominated media is, is you're just sort of like, it goes all the way down. Mm-hmm. So if you're just sort of like, oh, if all the people who are writing reviews of the shows are also a bunch of white dudes, you're like, her comedy didn't land. And you're like, yeah. no, it didn't land. Maybe for you. Because yeah, yeah, because like, it's not... Which doesn't necessarily yeah. invalidate the comedy. Yeah. It's just that, like, she might have been super relatable to yeah, maybe the rest of the yeah, audience. Yeah, you know, yeah like. totally. Yeah. And that's fine. And taste is always going to play a part. And everybody is allowed to have their own taste. And for sure. And allowed to have their own style. And everybody's like, that's wonderful. And th- But there's nothing but positives to having, like, a wider spectrum of yeah. voices and a wider spectrum of, like... 
of, of performers. <laughs> For sure, yeah. yeah. Well, Walter's giving me the we're, we're all doing like silent hand gestures. We're just like, like thumbs up like, each other like, in the back of this we're bar. We're producing each other. Uh, like thumbs so up all around. Everybody's loving uh, everything. We typically close off every show with the segment where we ask the same five questions. Well, oh. Same we'll three the five questions. And then afterwards we'll come back. And then and we come we'll back, we'll loop around and hit all the plugs and the dates. Lady Fest. So it is the same three questions to each and every guest. Cool. Actually, same four of the five questions are the same. Three questions are the same. The fourth question is a question from our previous guest. To and you. then the fifth question is, I will tell you what the fifth question is, is what question would you like to ask our next Your guest? Question. Oh. Without knowing who our next guest is. Because yes. oh, gotcha. we're prepared that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> question number one. Aliens, robots, or fire? Oh. For a second, I thought the, the third option was ghosts. <laughs> ghosts? <laughs> I mean, I, see, mean, I wish it was You've unlocked a secret now, fourth question. Fourth robots. answer. Ghosts. Just like... <laughs> Just those three things, no, nothing else. That's it. What do you... That's the okay. question. I can show you. There's no... There's no... There's just, there it is. Just aliens, the robots, aliens, fire. Robots aliens, robots, <laughs> fire. Aliens. There's no follow-up. Fire. 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 Well done. My well least, done. My, if there's a right answer and I got least, it? That's my, li- that's my least favorite answer. <laughs> so I failed is what you're saying. I don't... I don't no, it's just I don't my personal least favorite answer. I see. I feel that in, in scenarios with aliens and robots, there could also be fire. I'm going to go with aliens. I feel like there's aliens the greatest potential yeah. that they might be pleasant or oh. uh, or artful. I don't want to deal with any of that. <laughs> well, artful? You got a campfire. You got a deck at your cottage. You got a fire. Great. I don't. That's perfect. I don't yeah, need yeah, a, I was a say, war with robots or aliens. I literally like paid money <laughs> to have a fire pit. <laughs> I would never be like... I would never pay I money for alien pit. robots. <laughs> you know? I might. That's true. If I had a pit, that could... Is an alien pit something I can get at Costco? Channel aliens? I don't know. (laughs) What if they were real cute? (laughs) Right in the countryside. (laughs) Right by the cottage. Alien pit. (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, wait. An alien pit? You'd prefer an alien pit at a cottage more than just a nice bonfire. What if they were aliens that could uh, we're bring We're talking fire. about a pit Dragon. <laughs> yeah. that produces Dragons are basically aliens. aliens. Oh, produces aliens. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> the fire pit did, all this to be anyway. fair, the fire pit doesn't produce fire. You just, you just put fire <laughs> you and it contains it. You, you, it you fire. add fire to the pit. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you just like, dig a hole, call <laughs> the alien pit, and <laughs> wait for first contact. Like I feel real bad that both of you were wrong. As Walter indicated, though, the correct answer was ghosts. Aliens. It wasn't even an option. You took that away. You I thought it, I thought it might have been an away. option. I was like, oh, no, wait, it's ghost. Great. Just another man <laughs> telling another me man I'm telling, wrong. Telling me what my <laughs> options are. Did you guys ever play Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo? Yeah. I the, did. The I haunted was house with the giant boo. How yeah. bad you were like, it's a giant boo. Like as a kid, <laughs> freaked me out. Like there's ghosts everywhere and there's a big one just like chasing. <laughs> and you're still you're always trying to do this. So you turn around like, so he stops. So that they put their hands over their eyes. Greatest mechanic in video games <laughs> is looking at the ghost and the ghost hides, stops, and that covers his eyes. <laughs> so good. And then like I love when you like turn around and he's so close. Yeah. That you're like, if I turn back around, I'm you dead. will kill me. I'm dead for sure. <laughs> you're just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> if I jump or move, this ghost <laughs> kills me. Okay, <laughs> good times with Boo. Um, question number two: uh, What is your earliest memory that you can recall right now? Oh, uh, oh, I have two. Oh. My earliest one is I was just about two years old, and my mother tried to drop me off at daycare for the first time Glad. because she was pregnant with Glad my little that brother. Glad that didn't end with just my mother <laughs> tried to drop me. And uh, I, I, I remember 
walking in and seeing other children and seeing a structure inside, which I remember being like, oh, I've never seen that before. <laughs> and then I, and I remember turning around and my mother was not there anymore. And then I remember blacking out. Wow. And I had wow. a fainting fit and they thought I was having a seizure and they oh, like called my mother super like my upset. Did you eat weed? Like, yeah, I ate that. <laughs> I, oh my God. I was like, my parents are big pot. Yeah. Pot and they called my mother and they were so mad. They were like, well, you didn't tell us your daughter had epilepsy. And she was like, she doesn't. And I was just, I was having a fainting fit. I would wake up and faint and wake up and faint until she came back. And then oh. I was like, don't ever do that again. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she never brought me back to daycare. And I still faint. That is like my body's go-to reaction. You still faint. Wow. Not like regularly. but What like, makes you faint? Uh... I if I if my body goes into any sort of shock. Yeah. Like if I hit my head really hard. Okay. But that's not okay, that's not fainting. That's knocking yourself no, no, unconscious. No, but even right? if I'm okay, I'll like faint. Or if anything like really extreme is happening, I'll like pass I've, out. I've fainted. I've I'm, been like barfing so hard that yeah. it's made me faint and I've like smoked my head on the toilet <gasps> and like barfed I don't even myself. think that's fainting. I don't even think I think that's like that's, I hit that's my passing leg out. and I fainted. Wow, really? Um I uh if I have any sort of blood being taken, I'm not afraid of needles. I'm not afraid of blood, but it will just make me yeah. faint because I've, my yeah. body will like physically. So, go oh, so this, is, this is having a lot to you because yeah. I've only fainted like a couple times in my life, and it's both times it's been like terrifying. But like, it, no, I can feel it. Like I can recognize. Oh, it yeah. happening. it's like yeah. the, the dark you know, spots in your vision and it, stuff. Like tunnel like, vision, tunnel and vision, you can yeah. feel your legs going out. From yeah, under like you. there's it's like you're, very it's, weird. It's a disembodied experience. Yeah, yeah I know exactly. Oh, this it's so cool. weird. Yeah, I think. You ever played the choking game when you were like in, no. in, in high school? No, no, I did. No, 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 no. I was a you loser. Did. You played it yourself. Only the cool kids did that. <laughs> and you're always a winner. <laughs> no. Only if you pass. Out. This guy. I was gonna say I only have one real recollection of blacking out, and it was like a, a stress situation. Okay. But and it was just like I was like apparently like in the middle of like screaming bloody murder at my mom, <laughs> and then it was like plunk, and just like and just like fell down in the oh entrance no. way, just like. <laughs> like, like, I have oh no, no idea. Like, that's the only time I like, like made yourself overcome. so angry that you fainted. Overcome. Yeah, I just like, I guess I just like, I like other. I feel that my body was just sort of like, if this goes any worse, he's gonna have. You're like the most dramatic child alive. And just like kill it. It was the one time. It was like normally I was just a shithead and didn't pass out. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like so just freaking out and screaming at my mom. And I was just like clunk and just oh, like it's yeah yeah. It's I was weird. like it's yeah. Odd. I was like grade four, grade five. Because you wake up immediately. Like you don't know how much time has passed. Yeah. yeah. And it feels yeah. like it's been a while. Like it feels like you almost had like a full like night's sleep. It feels like it's been a while, but it feels like you've just been like ding ding and like close your eyes and open them. Yeah. But like so, you're, you know? you're lying down now. Yeah. <laughs> On the floor. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't so remember weird. the action of lying down, but no. now that's where you are. No, it's very odd. Yeah. And then my other, my oh. other first memory is like, I guess it was probably only f- a few months apart from that. My grandmother, who was very Roman Catholic. I just have like a glimpse of her. <laughs> I'm in a stroller and she's like yelling slogans. And I was like, what is this? And I asked my mom she's about it way later. Slogans? I was like, I have this, uh, like, I have this weird, like odd, like disembodied memory of like grandma. It was like a parade or something. There were a bunch of old ladies. And my she's like, was have like, it your way. I'm loving it. Oh, do the do. Only my mother was like, oh my God, I hoped you wouldn't remember that. My grandmother essentially kidnapped me. She did not ask my mother's oh. permission and took me to an anti-abortion rally in oh. front of an abortion clinic and was Shut yelling at women who were up. going in for abortions and it was like, this is the child you're killing. What and I'm the like, fuck? Da, 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 da. How old were you? I was two and a bit, two and a half, max. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I enjoyed that my mind just went to corporate Where stuff. was this? This was Ottawa. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
What the fuck? Yeah. That's super I'm going to guess that she was the mother of your Irish Catholic father? Of my father. Uh. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you got it. Oh, yeah. man. That's and not your maternal grandmother. Not my maternal grandmother. What was, what was your she mom? Was, was, was your mom not super, not as religious? My, gra- my mom was, I mean, I guess technically she was Catholic, but she yeah. kind of just dabbled. She the fact that you said technically Krishna, means no. Krishna and like yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Spiritual, but not religious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sarah, same question. Oh, uh, I think my You've earliest memory, yeah, I have, <laughs> is uh, my family had just moved into a new home and my parents kind of opened the front door and we're like, this is our home now, but there was no furniture at all so I was like good move parents yeah. <laughs> where wow. am I supposed to sit wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're like mom right. dad I have not to put it too fine yeah. a point on it but you really messed this up like, remember how it. the old house had furniture in it yeah. you idiots I seem to recall television rugs couches those were in our old amenities this is empty this is terrible like, oh my I God. don't want to say transfer all of the finances what are we the me? fucking box but Children here, for God's sake. Like, but maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should be in charge of finding the next house. Exactly. <laughs> and I, dude, how old I'm a child. I, th- I was three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Did you just like instantly start crying, and your parents are like, "What's wrong?" <laughs> but like, was it was it more like sadness or more like you You're made a mistake? Yeah, it was totally like. This isn't right. Shut the fuck I'm up. I'm three, <laughs> and I know something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It wasn't just, like, I love that it wasn't, like, sadness. It was just, like, you yeah, anger. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I'll be cool. Sleeping in a sleeping bag is all right. Like, it's okay. I'm three. Dumb. But maybe next time, get a house with a bed in it. Yeah. Uh, all right, you got me. Where's the camera? Good one, Mom and Dad. And now my favorite question. Yep. Yeah. It's question number three. It's my personal favorite question. Yeah, I know. You love it. Tell us about a time that you fucked up. Oh. That you fucked up. It could be a big fuck up. So you moved into an empty house. No furniture. You moved furniture. into an empty house with no furniture. That was <laughs> almost a fuck up story. So tell us about a time that you fucked up. Oh. It's a thinker. It is a thinker. And the answer isn't allowed to be the time I tried too hard. <laughs> or the time I worked too hard. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, oh, you know, so hard. I, you know, I'm an um, overworker. I put so much effort into it, and it was amazing. But I really are you so good. for like any fuck up? Any, any fuck up? The biggest fuck up? No. Oh, okay. Small the one, thing big one, into something, your mind. something that, that you recalled being we've, like, oh yeah. We've had people who answer like stuff that happened to them that week. Yeah, okay. some were life fuck ups. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. first thing I thought of tragic. is that my friend in high school, Tracy Adamson's, had a crush on this boy, Ben Full Palacios. Name. Yeah. yeah. Ben Her Palacios. Name and name. Both names. Okay. Yeah. Ben, uh, ben? Benjamin? Benjamin, yes. Benjamin Palacios. Palacios, yes. <laughs> and, uh, Tracy Adamson, Benjamin <laughs> Palacios. We're all Googling. And she specifically <laughs> told me not to tell him. Oh. And then. Or ever on any kind of public <laughs> forum. But I also kind of had a crush. On him, nice. and nice. so I think it was cruel. Like I think to discredit her, I full on told him you and an painted there, it. You threw her under the bus there, like. uh, and then uh, and she found out because it was high school. Oof. So so like Ben told another girl called Julia, and then Julia Julia Wetzel Julia Ooh. told Tracy, and then oh, Tracy yeah. was like, "I heard what you did." You bet. And we didn't speak for six months. But I deserve it. Ben? Who got Benjamin? Neither of us. He's uh. gay now. Oh! Or we just oh. Probably gay. Yeah, we just yeah. didn't know at the He's time. Gay yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm glad that this worked out. Yeah. <laughs> probably. We, no, no, he <laughs> was absolutely. We guy's, just. <laughs> guys, got, guys got like three we girls throwing know, themselves it, you at know, him yeah. in high school. He's like, 
Stop fighting. Like, I feel like it's, <laughs> so, it's, it's all no for naught. It's all for yeah, naught. Yeah, no, totally. I find it, like, this is yeah, one of absolutely. those things where I'm, I'm glad that I think that as society we're, we're moving past this. But it's one of those things that, like, always kind of, like, I found super fascinating that the, like, the gay kid in high school was probably so attractive to the women because they're like other kids were like I'm growing a gross crustache and I'm letting my I hair grow like and I smell like shit and I don't care and I mean this is a bit of a stereotype but, but yeah because yeah, because because this is like presumes that the it doesn't presume the, 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 the but not, I'm gonna tell not, you like, there, there were a couple there were a few gay kids in my high school and they were absolutely the most well put together actually boys. all all four boys that I was friends with who were gay are all like lovely people and all the girls had crushes on yeah. them yeah, but so I, I'm just but like I don't know why but I'm just saying that at least in my high school the, yeah. the, the, the I don't gay know boys in my thing, high school were a little more put together and just sort of like just more I think I don't I don't know what it is and I'm not going to say like they were necessarily like the the gay stereotypes but maybe they were just all nicer to I be think, around here's the thing I think that if you're gay, <laughs> this is Keith. This oh, is Keith, great! This is Keith realizing. Great. But like, where are we going? Yeah. This, 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 this is Keith I, discovering I all the guys he was like gay. he was into when he was in high school. Yeah. This is like Fair Keith enough. is like realizing he's like all oh, yeah, the guys that, that guy, I had a crush I on. Guy, yeah. No, I I think that there's like as as messed up as it is. I think that there's like a certain element that because you're if you're, if you're gay and whatever, you're looking at this like uphill battle probably of coming out and coming whatever that you're just sort of like. You need to lock down, or oftentimes you'll end up, and probably you don't need to, but oftentimes you'll end up locking down a lot of decisions about yourself because out of like almost a self-preservation situation Okay. that I don't think as a regular dude you deal with because you're like, I'm regular. A no, uh, whoa, a regular. Oh my God. That dude. was the oh, most wander, wander away. I heard him, I heard him say it. I heard him say it. As I said it, as I said it, as I said it, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I'm as just as you this a, whole you know, tangent, Keith, has just been unfortunate. As a, as a yeah. straight guy, you know what that you fuck? have that free pass. I was pass. reflecting and then was like, this is strange. No, but or I, it's maybe just not even like a blip on your radar. Exactly. Right? That's yeah. it. It's, you, you're sort yeah. of like you have this free path on your life path that you don't need to like deal with hard questions of like, who am I? And whatever. Yeah. So because if you're gay, you kind of are forced to that. I think you just kind of come into your own probably earlier than a guy who's like, everything will work out. I'm a dude. Yeah. So I think that you end up being a more put together person probably earlier because you've had harder like you've probably had more self-reflection than your I mean I think cis every white dude obviously everyone yeah, for sure. I don't know everyone's yeah, situation is, everyone's situation is I can't different speak to that all I did yeah. in high school was smoke a bunch of weed and oh, do yeah? some, a bunch of art projects yeah. with my friends and like I've kissed maybe one boy like one yeah. time I was like I don't care about this like I'm said, just gonna obviously everybody's situation studied, is different I studied but for like I had the exact same exact same scenario I did where that but I would also just smoke the couple of gay guys were a lot more put together and a lot more confident and a lot more whatever like then every other dude's like I don't know what I'm gonna do in my life and that that was that was straight white guys in high school, whereas the gay I guys were like, I have an idea, I have a life plan. Wait, no, no, no. I think that's like unfair to everybody. Like everybody's going through puberty. Yeah. Everybody's going through like acne and fucking shitty changes For sure. and awkward phases. And yeah. I'm not and denying there, that. There but are I, certain I, things that are not concerns to certain people, and there are certain sure. things that are more. Concerns I just think to that there's often people. a level. I think of. I think there's a self-reflection that happens to anybody who doesn't, in the back of their mind, think they have a free ride. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> okay, sure. Like, <laughs> like and, and that, that's kind of my point, yeah. is I'm just sort of like, the, the, the cis white dudes are just sort of like, whatever, I'm fine. I don't need to think about anything. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I think there's a level of maturity that self-reflection gives you maybe a little okay. earlier. 
Question bad. number four. <laughs> no, 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 Deirdre. No, 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 no. Deirdre has Maybe the oh, Deirdre. Oh, have I not said how I fucked up? Yeah. Oh, I said okay. Deirdre. I mean, the main thing that comes to mind, I guess, is like letting fuck friendships go on too long. Oh. Okay. When you like know that the other person has feelings, but you're like, it's still so easy to fuck oh. you. That's always been. That's the, that's a regret multiple, of mine. I feel multiple, bad about that. It's happened a couple of times. Sure. Wow. That, that's the worst. Because it's like. And I mean, there was one in particular who it was just like, we were great. We were great friends. We got along. The sex was great. Everything was, it was a wonderful situation. He lived close. It was like simple. <laughs> Super convenient. So it was convenient on top of two o'clock cool, and you know? he's right around and the then, corner. But there was like, you know, there became a point where I was like, okay, I don't think we're on the same page. Right. And I think we should probably end this before it gets messy. And it was like, no, no, no. You can't tell me how I feel. You're just assuming whatever you're feeling, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, just want to make it super clear. Like, this is how I feel. It's not going to change. I'm not going to fall in love with you because we fuck a bunch. Like, that's yeah. not what this development is going to be. <laughs> so if you're hoping for that, we should probably end it. Mm-hmm. Even though that I, I know that's not what you want in this moment. Whatever. Anyway. And then it just went on. It it went on too long. And then it became a messy situation where you know it's like, uh, I gotta extract myself. So what you're saying is you knew better, <laughs> huh? You knew better. I knew better. <laughs> I should have ended it earlier. And I shouldn't have told on Tracy. And he shouldn't have talked about all the gay guys you knew in high school for ten minutes. But you know. <laughs> Here we are at the end of the podcast anyway, <laughs> and it's, it's, been well, for, it's been well documented, I think, has. on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my parents had very confusing confusing thoughts about me, because I like to uh, print out black and white photos of people I admired, oh. and they included a lot of dudes, a lot of Jude Law pictures. And Jude my parents Law. were always like... Jude my Law is very admirable. Mm, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. My parents are Jehovah's is Witnesses, he? so I had a... Oh, okay. I had, so they were always just sort of like... He so our teenage boy has black and white photos of Jude Law <laughs> around. But I'm like, but the fuck did you admire Jude Law for? Because he was hot as hell. Yeah, he has a good jawline. <laughs> Mackin. Mackin. Sweet Mackin. Jude, Jude Law is absolutely one of my, like, if he was like, by the way, Keith, I'm not normally gay, but I would be for you. I'd be like, we're going to make it work, Jude. <laughs> I was like, I am also not normally gay, but we'll all be by tonight. <laughs> it's going to work out. Yeah. I don't want to put any oh. presumptions on Jude Law. But there are some men Have that I would make hairline? love to. He's still very good looking. He's British. Yeah, the hairline's going to get messed up. The teeth are going to get messed up. They're British. It's how they age. <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. <laughs> yes. 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 Moving on. Question number yes. four um, from famous francophone podcaster Yannick Belzil. Whoa. Belzil. Belzil. Is this the previous person who had who asked told you the question that they want you yes. to ask us because they were the last guest? Yes. Sick. Uh, they're from the Trois-Bières podcast. Uh, which is a big francophone podcast. Um, what brought you to this career path? Well, career path. Well, of comedy. Of I guess comedy? I, exactly. And, yeah. and he kind of had that uh, that subtext of like the path of the thing you want to be doing, not necessarily the path of the thing that you're getting money for. I see. Okay. If yeah. you're like, I work it's at comedy. I, we're talking yeah. comedy. So in this case, yes, yeah. we're talking comedy, and I guess producing a festival too. Yes. Because that, oh, that's yeah. you guys took the next level. And went beyond performers and yeah. started to put together a festival. I've always kind of done both. I mean, I, I guess I actually kind of started more on the like helping put stuff together side, and then okay. kind of. You say kind of always. You did this in high school? No, not high school. Sorry, <laughs> kind of all, kind of always as in the last 
eight or nine years. Okay. Um, I kind of went the other way because I I was I was always interested in performing, um, but had massive stage fright, and it wasn't something that I had done in my teens. It okay. wasn't something that I had. Yeah, it wasn't something that I was comfortable with sure. entering my twenties. So it took me a while to get over that, and and I kind of just immersed myself in like helping out at Theater St. Catherine and being part of that like community before I actually like got on stage. So I went the other way. Um, what started me on it? I've always loved comedy. I've always been interested in that. I've always kind of loved telling stories and making people laugh. And even as a child, apparently, I've always also had a potty mouth. Oh. Which is yeah, my my oldest brother just recently revealed to me that apparently as a one and a half year old I would call everybody dummy when I as soon as I learned the word dummy I just started calling everybody dummy. But I like I like just something sort of like like oh hey what's up and you're like what's up dummy yeah like, like a baby what? and I was like really and I was like nobody's ever told me this I keep learning things yeah. about myself as a child that nobody has ever told me because I think my parents were just hoping to quash it like they didn't know where it came from nobody yeah. in my family really has a potty mouth. I Nobody ha- was I have, interested I in that. I have two questions. Yes. One, you were raised uh, a little religious. Did your parents ever wash your mouth out with soap, real soap? No, it wasn't that religious. Okay, it was I like religious <laughs> in the sense that like my grandmother soap. was very Roman okay. Catholic, so we kind of had to. Like we went to church, but it wasn't like. My second question day, is, like is is a little more pertinent, I would think. That was just the thing because I was like, my mom when I had a potty mouth, put bar of soap in my mouth and just jammed it. Oh, in there. my family is steerage, please. Yeah, no, that was not my my mom. My mom. <laughs> that's my the worst you got. That doesn't even sound too bad. Yeah. I was gonna say or my maybe like go to your room or something. My mom. My mom was like a, a twofer of uh, the oldest daughter in her military family who was mm-hmm. also a Jehovah's Witness. So Ooh. yeah, I had great a great combination. Yep. Great My follow-up question, which is a little more pertinent. Uh, you said you had two questions. This is the third. This is this the follow-up. <laughs> it was. It was. Did you ever get your mouth washed out with soap? But sorry. Oh, sorry. that's okay. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I question was surprised. Two was um, we talked about how difficult it often is, or like the perception of uh, how hard it is for women to get into comedy. Was there anything that stood out for you of being like, oh, I can, I can do this? Like, or was it, was it not even a question? You were just like so self-empowered. Was there ever a moment where you're like, no, screw this, I can do it? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I'm also, like, white. It's not kind of the same situation as somebody, like, uh, who I'm a cis white hetero female. It's not the same situation as somebody who's, like, a person of color or mm-hmm. with any disability or with or, or, or queer or have any of that specific baggage either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would... And our, my parents were for, you know, the Roman Catholic this and that. Like, they were very open-minded, and it was always just like, everybody's the same. Everybody deserves the same respect. You can do anything oh, that anybody cool. else can if you want to or not. If you don't want to, like, you're smart, and you can do whatever. Mm-hmm. We believe in you, and we're here for you, and, like, do your fucking laundry and shit. Mm-hmm. That's um, nice. So it wasn't, it wasn't that I thought I couldn't do it or it wasn't that I didn't feel that I personally had, didn't have role models or anything. It was more just like I, I, I was a very shy child and it took me a certain amount of time to overcome that. Okay. And then it took me much longer to actually just get on stage and be comfortable with even just the idea of that. And then once on stage, it took me a very long time to even be comfortable at all on stage. So it kind of was like a very, very long gradual pr- progression Ooh. for me. Sarah, same question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I'll, I'll start with your follow-up question because right. then I started thinking about that. <laughs> I think... Did you get your mouth washed out? <laughs> <or something? No. laughs> 
<laughs> Did you? <laughs> Did no, you? I got uh, I got hit on the hand with a wooden spoon. Oh. And sometimes hit with a shoe or a slipper. I got smacked one time, <laughs> but it wasn't even my fault. I got smacked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I got yelled at a lot. And it was very weird. I don't know. And again, if, did you get the, the wooden spoon a lot? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so here was the thing that my parents did, which I'm like, I don't know what it does to a kid. But my parents would often be like, you could be grounded for this much time or you could get hit. Whoa. Oh, and, no. And I was always like, what? hit me. Because <laughs> like, I was like, a oh, little no. bit of pain and it'll be over. Like, yeah. And I was like, it was oh, a weird like, Sophie's Choice situation. That <laughs> is odd. Yeah. My parents would always be like, you could be grounded for a week or, or. the spoon or the belt. And I was like, belt. Like, I would always go for the corporal punishment. Like, I guess it was probably my parents' ways of dealing with, like, the fact that it was late 80s and 90s. I'm like, should we be hitting our children? Yeah. Let's give them the choice. And I was always, always chose the corporal punishment. I don't <laughs> mean, like, because I was like, being grounded sucks. That's a whole, yeah. that's a whole week of dealing with this. So I could just deal with this for the next, like, half hour or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Carry on. Let's wrap her up. <laughs> uh, I think on my side, I was lucky my dad used to do theater when he was young and would t- kind of tell us about it a lot. Cool. So um, you had like a romanticized theater kind of, you're like, the theater. Yeah, and would tell me a lot of stories that he made up on the spot. And on my mom's side, my mom and my grandmother are very uh, strong believers that women can do anything they want. Cool. So I grew up in, a, my parents are Egyptian, so that's a very unique situation for an Egyptian person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But at least that planted in the that I was allowed to do something right. like comedy or theater. Yeah. Um, and actually, that same friend, Ben Palacios, in high school really encouraged me to join an improv Shout club. Shout out Ben Palacios. Yeah. So, uh, Everything worked out for Ben. Yeah. So when I moved to Montreal and I realized that there was a comedy scene, I did have some seeds planted that helped me push, in that, push me in that direction. Uh, but I think what took me to producing was, in a way, all the conversations that came out of Trump being elected <laughs> and uh, realize, really having to recognize that that um, people didn't all see things the way that right. I do, and that if I wanted to do something proactive about that, that I had the opportunity to um, create a space where I could kind of present my uh, perspective and have a discussion with people that way. Because I do get to talk to people after the show. So Color Outside the Lines is really about presenting what um, our experiences are like as immigrants or people of color and just kind yep. of putting those ideas out there. And yep. so, yeah, it was really actually the conversations around the Trump pa- campaign that that's, finally yeah. pushed me towards producing. That's, su- that's super cool. And uh, I was going to say, like, not not the only thing that I've... Someone was talking about uh, if there are silver linings, yeah. the Trump presidency and stuff. One of them was that they were like, that, like, that acceptance and equality is not a given. Like, yeah. we're, like we're improving. Like, we're better than we were in the oh age of the 80s and even earlier or whatever. But you're like, but that it's not a given. They're like, it's it, it doesn't take much for everyone to be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, let's, let's all go back to racism and sexism. And you're like, it didn't oh take a lot. It took God. one dude yelling. Yeah. <laughs> like it, yeah. You know, like they're like, yeah, that we're we're we're, yeah. we're improving overall, but it doesn't take a lot to yeah. regress very, very So quickly. I felt, yeah, I wanted to cr- assert a space where we could just be like, hey, we're human beings. You're hu- or like, we're all human That's beings. Cool. We can connect over human things. Yeah. I didn't even really talk about producing. I kind of fell into producing. As like an uh, as like a way of like being part of a scene that I wanted to be part of and to help me get on stage, but it was also more like <laughs> power. Like I definitely <laughs> like I I love so many things and like that is my taste and whatever. But I want to definitely be able to like promote and produce and like mm-hmm. and and put more people that I'm a fan of on stage. Cool. 
That's why Walter puts on shows also. Exactly. Walter just loves to control That's why we every all element do. of the That's show. That's why we all do. Pull the strings. Yeah, exactly. That's why you're, yeah. No. He's like, only people I think are funny. Oh, I had a, I had someone today tell me that I've uh, personally made people quit comedy because of, nice. because of being mean to people. They weren't wow. cut out for it. Good. <laughs> they were all terrible, right? I presume. <laughs> I'd like do, you know, do you know who it was? I mean, don't name no, names. No, no, no. No, this guy was this guy going off on me about things. He's like, you... you treated me like garbage and you've treated a bunch of people like garbage you've made people quit comedy i'm like i said i'd like and then i said you were like the scene is I better said, than ever no, I said, I, I said, i'd like away. to know i'd like to know some of the you're greats like, you're welcome i'm like i'd like to know some of the greats that i made quit like quit and, and then i said greats. and then greats. i said and then i said by the way because like i see and then i said the person's name but i said i still see this person working so i don't know what the fuck you're talking <laughs> about like i can't put that mission accomplished banner up yet <laughs> yeah no that was fucked that, that was fucked up and i was like really uh, no. That's like then I felt not okay, on any okay. specific person, I think. What's that? That's not that would, isn't something that I would be know. on any specific person. I certainly don't remember having any conversations like any of those old school like quit the business conversations with people. Yeah. Like it was just you at the back of the club being like, "You should quit comedy." Uh <laughs> 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 Uh, and now what question would you like to ask to our future guest? Ooh. Tim's adjourned. Ooh, 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 ooh. Hmm. Who, okay, c- oh. can I have a question and can she have a question? Absolutely. Sure. Sick. Um, Unless your is question is so good, Sarah's like, that's my question. <laughs> but also, yes, you could have two questions. Who is the person that you, who's the person in any sort of comedy okay. well. that you hate but would like to see succeed. Wow, that's a good well, question. We don't always have comedians, so just who is the person? Okay, who's in, the person in, in arts or yeah, comedy? Yeah, yeah. Or, so or who's the person, who's the person in, in your domain that you hate or, or don't like what they specifically do, but that you can appreciate their value or or what they're trying to do and want to see them do well at that, and why? This is a complicated question. This is not. It's not, a very. It's this, like a four tier. Yeah. This is not. This question. is not in my domain. However, I've had this conversation like a couple of times with like a number of people. Uh, I really hate Florence and the Machine. Whoa. Oh. Right? <laughs> but I can like fully respect her, can appreciate like, her. I see that you're good with what you do. Can appreciate I her talent. That you're, Watched yep. her live at Oceaga was like great stage presence. You brought a lot of positivity to the audience. Like I respect and you everything about you. And you and as a fellow recording well. artist. I, yeah. I, said, I said it's not in my domain. <laughs> I know. I know. What, what am I so doing right now, Walter? Am I recording You people? scrapped one of the first, the, 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 one of the, the ten poles of her question. Yeah, like, I know what you asked, but I'm going to answer the question I want. Okay, what am I going to be like? Who put podcasters do I dislike but want to see some uh, Do the what? I don't you can't come up with one of those? There's no. so many fucking jack-offs at podcasts. Yeah, but they're jack-offs. I don't want to see them succeed. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm just saying open-ended. I, exactly. I, I said it. I, said, I even yes. prefaced it with not in my domain. But but that is one of those things where I was like, you've got all the pieces You're together. You're doing it. I, I respect you. I don't like you. Yep. But I respect you. But yes. Who, is, who do you not like but you respect? Walter. There you go. Same. You want to throw it out there? Most people that I... That I dislike, I have like a profound lack of respect for. <laughs> so right, it's so. really, it's like, it's all, I go like kind of all or nothing on people. Um, I was going to say, are there, any, are, there any, are, I, are there any wrestlers that you hate? I'm not a wrestler, bro. I dude. know, but you commentate for wrestling. I'm saying it's the media you consume the most of. Probably. You watch more wrestling than you watch live comedy. That's true. By like a significant margin. That's definitely true. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh... I don't know. Just take a shit know. on the I don't, Like This is a hard question for me to answer. Like, Fine. 
Sarah, what question would you to. like I'm to ask? I'm going to pass it. I'm not we usually asking do. you. I'm asking the next we usually, guest. We, we usually give, Walter, give, we, yeah, anyway, I'm not asking we you. We usually right? give our answers on yeah, it. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I, fi I find it unnecessary, but, you know, it's a key thing. And Thanks. Your question. An hour and 60 minutes I of Walter being antagonistic. I only came up with a dumb question, That's but fine. I'll still share it. Let's go. Would you rather get gum stuck pretty deep in your hair or step in dog poo with open-toed sandals? Dog poo, open toe sandals. Dog poo, wow. open toe sandals. <laughs> okay, fair because enough. Because the, the, the poo would necessarily crest over the sides of the But it could. It it's you much easier it to... If it's, it's, it's gross for a, a second and you wash it off. I was going to say, my feet the gum are further away from all of my orifices. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, if it's in your hair, like, what, you got to cut it out? Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a terrible like a ordeal. It's like a much longer situation. Yeah. Yeah. The ramifications are like endless. <laughs> or no, it's true. The, the 32 short films about Springfield there with uh, the, the peanut butter and the <laughs> yeah, mayo and the, and the ice yeah. and the hammers. <laughs> <Hammering. Yeah. laughs> Do you want to up the ante of a dog shit somehow? Yeah. Or like, and you have an open wound on your toe, <laughs> and it's a croc. Yeah. No, it's a croc. You're wearing a croc. Or you have so to all do the poo open gets in, but then it can't get out. Forever, <laughs> you can only do open mics for the rest well, that of your life. The That's the extent of your comedy <laughs> Which career. Was that? That was. Uh, you, uh, you actually. Oh, yeah, you want to do open mics? You're, you're throwing in hot raw fire questions. Jacob Greco was that? No, that was like a van riff, a huge van riff that we. Oh had. yeah, that's, exactly. that's why we had that question. Yeah, because it was no, it was Naaman. Naaman, Paul Naaman, Paul and Lisa were on the show. Yeah, and they were like, "Would you rather like?" Question. It's always we, we just went to Toronto last weekend. It's a huge fan of it's would you rather X, whatever directed towards that person, or <laughs> mid level <laughs> sketch comedy. Yeah, that, that was it. Like mid level <laughs> sketch comedy. You guys all legit travel in a van together? Oh yeah. That's all the time. Cool. We have talked about van this on the hot rock fire. Oh baby, so. van riffs <laughs> out of this. My, the, my other question would so be, oh, or, or, oh, would be what are your thoughts on Will Smith's family? Oh. oh, weird. Yeah, I like that uh, one way better. Yeah. Okay. I like that one way better. I, I want yeah. more Willow, less Jaden. There's my answer. <laughs> whoa, I'm no. Kinda, hey, uh, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. Jaden grew on me pretty yeah. hard. He's a little crazy. My answer stays. My answer <laughs> remains the same. There's a lot of thoughts. What, uh, what was the name of uh, Will Smith's first wife? I don't remember. But his first son is named William. Isn't William he called Smith. something William. T, like Trent or something? Oh, maybe they just call him know. that. Maybe they're two. Okay. I think his first son from his first marriage is special but, needs. But the other kids are named after them. Jaden's just named after Jada. That kid yeah. never talked Which I, no, but I, I, I love the gender kids. swap on the yeah. names. Yeah, like, Willow's Will just Smith. named after Will. There's like a strange situation Jada there. Pinkett, Jaden. Jaden was yeah. just across the board a strange I, I don't know anything about I'm here. He had a wife. He had a wife pre-Jaden Pinkett, and he had a kid with that wife. And I don't, and like I think that kid's a little off or something. Or maybe that, that's just sorry, Scientology. That's you wanna, those yeah. are your thoughts. Scientology. <laughs> They've like kept the others under wraps. They're Scientology. He's not. He's yeah. not official They're Scientology. They're Scientology light. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. paid in. They're like center but, circle. Or but they're Scientology light. <laughs> they are. Here, Jaden. Jaden. I used to. I there was a period where I wasn't a fan. Things Jaden did that like got me on board. Was one. His girlfriend said she liked Iron Man, so oh. he just wore an Iron Man suit around town. For like a while, like there's all these photos you could Google it. I was just like Jaden Smith Iron Man suit. He's just like walking around in an Iron Man like, suit in well, LA. I was like, you're the best. Um, also, I liked him a lot in the Get Down. I was a big fan of Rumi in the Get Down. And are you googling? J did you Google Jaden Smith Iron Man? Yeah. No. And did you find him walking around in Iron Man suit? Are you really googling? <laughs> yeah, he really did. Yeah, oh, like, this is not made up. Wow, and he was very committed to the role. Yeah, like he's just <laughs> on his day to day. Like anyway, I and yeah, Will Smith, whip your hair back and forth is a great song. Great yes. track, A plus. 
Uh, Lady Fest is end of episode plug. You guys, Lady you guys Fest. had a we sick Monday night. Go plug yourself. Sick Monday night already passed. Oh my god, it was so beautiful. So it was like everybody was crying in the front row and just so many flowers thrown on stage, and it was just like the most beautiful, wonderful experience. Don't know how we could top it, but, but we're gonna try. The main chunk of programming starts tonight. Tonight, Thursday. Yes, Thursday, September sixth. Tonight you 6th. can catch a new Hopefully show. Hopefully, we'll put the episode out late yeah. again. Then. We never put the episode out late. You put the one out uh, today. The Enix. No, I didn't. It's been out for a week and a half. I said, if you subscribe to this, you've had this for a week. Hey, guys, we're plugging here. Plug, 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 plug. Tonight you can catch a new show named Woke Tales. Woke Tales. It's a wonderful storytelling show. We've also got Video Island. So Woke Tales at 7 p.m. and Video Island at... Woke Tales is at 8. Oh, yeah. It's at 8. Sorry. 8 p.m. and then Video Island 9.30, Montreal Improv. Yes. Tomorrow on night, on just below Pine. Yes, we've got Sketch Republic and wonderful stand-up show taking what we need. Yes, and Fundraiser. on Saturday we have Yes Queen coming all the way from Toronto, nice. um, as partnering with Color Outside the Lines, and then we finish off with All In All Out, our blowout variety show. Yes, Ooh, so nice. both yeah. uh, Friday, that's Friday the 7th, 8 and 10 p.m., and Saturday the 8th, 8 and 10 p.m. at Theatre Saint Catherine, yes. 264. St. Catherine East yes. near Barry Metro. And all details, everything can be found on Facebook or ladyfest.ca. Yes. And I was going to say if you follow you guys on Instagram. That's where, Instagram. I'm, that, that's where I'm getting on my, like, every yeah. time I'm like, oh, Ladyfest updated. I mean, know. we have Instagram, we have Twitter, yes. at LadyFestMTL. But I feel that, like, Instagram is the thing that's, like, the most hype because you're just sort of like, it's, it's just like, bam, it's just like a photo of someone. You're like, yeah. Really like, cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not a lot of text. All <laughs> photos. Yeah. Instagram. Sick. Uh, well, do you have anything coming up that you want to shoot out? Uh, the, Mel- the Melnick Mc thing? F- uh, Tony Marinero. Marinero. Uh, September. Look up. Look that up. Because the date is escaping me right now, but that's happening in uh, late September. Kay. The roast for Tony Marinero. Yep. That's going to be fun at Club Soda. Uh, and also, I'm opening for Mick Foley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, famous wrestler Mick Foley, who's going to be cool. at the Comedy really? Nest. That's going to be fun. Yep. Uh, that's uh, September 12th. Cool. Uh, Are we getting him on the show? On this show? Uh, I don't know. We should. Maybe. We should yeah. try, though. Yeah, we, we should try. try. Yeah. We definitely should when try. When we're not in the Hyatt surrounded by Muppet actors. Yeah, exactly. So. He's already been on the show once. Let's yeah. get him a twofer. But, guys, thank you so much for coming. Awesome. Thank you for Our having pleasure. us. It's Thanks, been guys. Thanks for having us. Woo! 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 Lady Fest. What? Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.